So this week's been weird. This week's been painful. Painful, weird, awkward. I don't know what else you could say about it, but yeah. I, th- I think it fits into all of those. I will say Pat McAfee dropped a Bay Bay reference at the beginning of SmackDown tonight. Well, that's good. I thought that was interesting. Did you see his video? I did. I don't know what to make of it. It's funny. Is I he, laugh. Being, is he just being a heel like character? Or is he serious? I think, well, but here's the thing is Adam's a heel. He's been yeah, a but, heel. I don't know. It's very strange. Either that he or he's was, serious. He was really calling Adam like a slime ball and he was son of a bitch, asshole. Oh well. It was kind of funny though. Friends, like, right? Weren't they friends? Uh, I don't know. Am I th- who am I thinking of that 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 ride along that time that he was so excited to see? Wasn't it Adam that they were like hugging and stuff on that not ride along, um, the watch along backstage? Remember? I don't even remember. There was it was somebody and he was like, It was Kevin. Oh, it was Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then, because Kevin know. like jumped on him and like tried to straddle his lap. Oh, okay, it wasn't that. Yeah, then. yeah. And then that that was the same one where Billy Kay was feeding him cake. Yeah. And Peyton's like, "Does it taste good? Is the cake good?" <laughs> That's true. That was so that one. wasn't then. Yeah, because no. I was thinking, I, I was thinking it was no Baron and Pat McAfee are buddies. Oh, not Adam. Well, he was Baron. letting Adam have it. Maybe it was all for show. But. It could be because look what he says about Baron. <laughs> <laughs> but they are in the same company, so it makes more sense. And like, they're and they're friends. Yeah, like this was just very. I can see know, like sleaze ball. I had to stand next to him for twenty minutes one time, and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm like okay. Well. You can look it up on Twitter. You'll you can find it pretty easy. It was kind of, guys. I I got a giggle out of it, and I shouldn't have, but I did. Anyway, uh, if you didn't know, Adam Cole showed up at AEW. He'd been under a rock for the past week. Ugh, and then he had Bucks there. Ugh, he's in the elite now. They kissed him on the face just like they used to. And they said he came back from the dead. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. Well, lots of people do. We just don't. Well, not us. Adam, what the fuck? You sold out, buddy. But then there's all these rumors going about why he didn't sign with WWE. I don't know if I believe. Part of me believes that maybe that's what was the turning point was them saying they wanted him to be Keith Lee's manager. But at the same time, like, well, did they really say that to him? Like, this is. I think we- they did. And also, like, I think they told him because he was still running his Twitch account because NXT doesn't care. Like, NXT doesn't fuck. You could do whatever. And they said, "Uh, you're going to have to get rid of it. Yeah. And he said, well, that's my that's my um, that's a no for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Dan O'Brien showed up too. Surprise, surprise. And now he's like, he says fuck a lot now. Dan O'Brien? Yes. He said that he wanted to kick somebody in the fucking head. I'm like, where's this guy been? (laughs) 
sir where who are you but like here's the thing is people are all i mean some people the people who are you know the the fanboys of the elite are like oh my god their shoot interviews are gonna be so good but then adam and daniel bryan both said i liked working there yeah i had no problems I mean, can Daniel Bryan really say anything after everything that, you know? You know how much money his wife like, made on a, on two TV shows? Yeah. I don't think he could say anything. But then again, like, maybe he could. His only thing was he, he wanted to go all out and WWE said, sir, I think, you know, after everything that happened to you, I think maybe we shouldn't do diving headbutts. <laughs> And now he's like, guess what, guys? I'm going to do it. And I'm like, can you not? Please, sir? Um, Yeah. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't want to watch that. That would, I would probably cringe watching that. But okay. And apparently he's going to go to New Japan as well. Oh, we knew that. Yeah. And apparently WWE was going to let him go to New Japan. Yeah. Which is shocking. I'm shocked. But then again, they said that same thing to Samoa Joe and that never happened. So who knows if it would have ever happened. They told Samoa Joe, oh yeah, you can go wherever you want. Do whatever shows you want on your off time. And then like, it didn't happen. But yeah, I mean, ugh. On the plus side, I didn't watch it. Obviously, the plus side, a lot of people said Punk didn't look very good. No. <laughs> uh, other than the fanboys, the fanboys were like, "He has a skip to beat, guys. He looks great." And I saw the gifts, and I'm like, <laughs> "You know, I know he's a little older. You know, it's just... which is fine, but don't act like he's yeah. in his prime. You know, yeah. These these fucking fanboys are like, you guys." CM Punk, best wrestler in the world still. And he hasn't skipped a beat. He looks great. He's doing the same shit. He's he's in the same shape as he was against John Cena and Money in the Bank. It's like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I even think CM Punk would say no. Yeah. Um, I don't think so about that feel like that's an exaggeration um there is one thing though i do want to see um daniel bryan kick kenny omega in the fucking face i mean if somebody could gift that for me when it happens like it'd be great just kick him right in the fucking face like do it in slow-mo so you can see like That would make my life. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, anyway, speaking of those assholes, Kenny Omega is number one on the PWI. Yeah. And uh, it caused a lot of fucking drama. Did it? It did. Um, People, because Roman Reigns was number two. 
Now let's talk about what happened with Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. What has Roman Reigns done for the past year? Now, mind you, we're not big on Roman Reigns, but like the guy fucking has uh, killed it this year. Yes, he's turned it around. He's turned it around. He's becoming a character that people love to hate. But no, just because Kenny held three belts, he's number one, guys. I wonder, okay, speculation time. Who paid how much money for him to be number one? (laughs) How much money do you think was paid? That's a good point. Yeah. And all of the people who write PWR are like, I don't know why everybody's so upset. Kenny had an amazing year. Why is everybody mad? And then they get Kenny on their podcast and he's like, I think everybody should just get along. This whole tribalism, everybody should just enjoy wrestling. Sir? Sir? (laughs) First off, this is a Wendy's. Secondly, it's your fucking fault. (sighs) This is the first time in like, what, two years, three years that he's ever said, let's just enjoy pro wrestling, guys. (laughs) Because for the past two to three years, he's been saying, fuck Vince, fuck Hunter, fuck the WWE. They suck. They're blowing the world change the world we're changing the business guys we're gonna change the business we're changing it even though on all my matches all it's very predictable and i just do um the v trigger and then a one-wing angel and i'm done and then the bucks come out and super kick people (laughs) but we're changing the business because i'm kenny omega and i paid hundred twenty five thousand dollars to be number one on this list thank you (laughs) sound about right Oh, and I want Kota Bushi to come back because he's the only thing that made me relevant, even though I'm a stalker. Done about right? That sounds good. Se- seems legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It fits, it fits like, the narrative that they created. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fucking the fact that Kota, like, Kenny's out here, like, once a month saying, you know, Kota's going to come back, guys. He's going to come back. He's been saying it for a year. He ain't coming back. He might. They got Suzuki on there. I'm sorry, but every time Coda probably looks at his tweets, he's like, <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. Oh no, I can't leave Japan. <laughs> Suzuki's leaving. He's like, I can't go. I've, I can't. I'm sick. I don't have COVID, but I'm sick and I can't go. I have diarrhea. I can't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. But every month, every, you know what? It's almost like clockwork. Every month he's like, guys, there's going to be a golden lovers reunion because we're lovers. We're lovers, guys. And Code is like, mm, no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm good, sir. Um, thanks, but no thanks. And Why? Because Coda made him relevant. <laughs> it's true. Oh, gosh. He's like Clockwork just going, guys, he's coming back. <laughs> he's like that girl who's like, it's okay. We're just on a break. But we're going to get back together. 
It's going to happen. It's going to happen, guys. He just needed a break. He just needed some time apart. We're going to be so Am much I- stronger. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm so much stronger. And so is he. So, like, we're going to be better together this time. Yeah. That That's, yeah. Even though the boyfriend's, like, out doing his own shit, making money, you know, whatever. Doing his fucking dating other girls. <laughs> He's taking other girls to the dance and Kenny Omega's sitting at home on a Friday night going, He's gonna come back, guys. It's it's he called me the other day and he told me he loves me, so he'll be back. <laughs> Sound about right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems Yeah. I I see no difference. He ain't coming, Cody. Kenny, whoever the fuck you are, I'm getting y'all mixed up because I hate y'all so much. He ain't coming. <laughs> Cody. Also, let's talk about Cody Rhodes, even in number 11 on this list, which why, why is he number 11? What, what did he do? Um, we don't know what he did. Um, this list, this list will, um, he's the first ever TNT champion. He scored several important victories this year including getting his own last name back from that evil, evil company. Oh, God. Um, hold on. Let me go back. He established the TNT championship uh, as the most prestigious title and with just two reigns. Mm-hmm. And that included um, defenses against the likes of Scorpio Sky and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> like his dad, he has a knack for inspiring fans. How much did he pay for that? <laughs> That's another $125,000 out of somebody's pocket. <laughs> what do they say about Roman? Okay, let's go to Roman. Let's compare the words to what they... <laughs> uh, Roman, they're going to be like, well, he blew. Paul <laughs> Heyman's the only reason why he's good. Um, After being miscast for years as a virtuous good guy, Roman Reigns finally realized his potential. That's it? That's, no, no, there's more, but oh, let's just oh. stop. Roman Reigns finally realized his potential. Already that first sentence is like, <laughs> well, fuck me, I guess. Hold on, let's read more. Um... And all it took for him was to embrace his inner jerk. As the audacious head of the table, Reigns has week in and week out delivered pitch-perfect performances on SmackDown with the help of... Oh, he has help. Unlike Cody Rhodes, he has to have help, guys. Got to have help. With the help of his supporting cast, Paul Heyman and the Usos, all of whom Roman Reigns treats like dirt. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? Reigns' mastery of his character is apparent every second he's on camera, even when he's not speaking, and is leagues above anything else on WWE television. Oh my gosh. Um, 
Roman has matured tremendously in the ring, executing the WWE main event style as well as anyone since John Cena. Okay. We're, we're three-fourths of the way through before we get a compliment. Um, has effectively added submissions to his already impressive arsenal of power moves, having already run through a slew of challengers, including Cesaro and Rey Mysterio. Okay. All signs point to a WrestleMania clash with his cousin, The Rock. Hmm. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't as glowing. The, as- the first the first part, though. <laughs> it's like he treats them like shit. He's an he's asshole. A he just, he's a jerk. He just realized his potential, guys. He just realized it just now. He thought with he he thought help. he was he thought he was a jobber until now, till this year. He thought it was a jobber. The fuck? <laughs> and then halfway through, they're like, well, you know, he has submission moves now. <laughs> compare that. Compare that to Kenny Omega. You ready? Kenny did more than just have a great year of any wrestler during this evaluation period. Having held and defended recognize, recognized world championships in three different companies. Uh, companies Omega accomplished an unprecedented feat that will never be replicated. Oh my god. Oh yeah, here we go. Status as the top title holder in AEW Impact and AAA is a testament not only to his remarkable skill, but also to his business acumen as the AEW Executive Vice President. Huh. It's <laughs> I'm word. not here. He's the boss that he got to have all the titles. Yes. Also, hold on. After underachieving in somewhat the first year of AEW. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. So we're getting he. But here's the funny thing is he was the champion in his first year. <laughs> but okay. Uh, where is he at? Uh, Kenny has reminded fans why he achieved the PWI ranking once before and why he is the best bout machine. He prides himself on excelling in a range of wrestling styles and can deliver the goods, whether he's brawling with John Moxley, flying with Ray Phoenix, or matching strength with Moose, having opened the forbidden door to all the promotions across the globe. And it'll be a while before Kenny Omega runs out of fresh, compelling opponents. Oh, God. Okay, so Roman Reigns gets called, like, he basically gets called a piece of shit. (laughs) And Kenny Omega, they're like, he has done the he they will never be topped how great he is uh, he nobody is gets topped but that's not this, story. i mean he, he, we all know he's the but anyway um it'll never be topped he's it's unprecedented what he did nobody will ever do it again because he's kenny omega Ugh. all right now let's go to bobby lashley and see how this goes because <laughs> he's number four uh, 14 years after receiving the most heavy-handed WWE push since the Lex Express. That's the first sentence. <laughs> Bobby Lashley has experienced an unlikely career resurgence. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Who writes this shit? Oh, my God. Kenny Omega is Jesus. 
and Cody Rhodes is his father incarnated. But Bobby Lashley, you are the uh, you were pushed like the Lex Express, and it's I we did not see this career resurgence coming. Oh. That's bad. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, call him the man who built the Thunderdome. Uh. Um. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Kota Bushi's is not good either. You ready? Okay. Uh, after refusing to commit exclusively to New Japan, Kota Bushi finally went all in with the company in 2019, and the company went all in on him. The fuck. It resulted in a rise of another bona fide Tokyo Dome attraction joining the likes of Okada, Tanahashi, and Naito. Jay White, please. <laughs> uh, I added Jay White, guys. Okay. Abushi has the potential to top them all in terms of popularity with excited ring style, youthful charisma that besides his 39 years age. Oh. Okay, we're, we're mentioning he's almost 40 already. Excuse me, how old is Kenny Omega? like 36 37 <laughs> something like that oh yeah he's but got he's what? got years of fresh opponents years of fresh opponents Kota Bushi though he's 39 guys <laughs> just just letting you know he's 39 he might be better than Okada one day but he's 39 that's like J like JR with Riho like she's 90 pounds <laughs> did you know she's 90 pounds and she's from Japan she's 90 pounds um Fittingly, Ibushi ushered in a new era of New Japan when he retired the story IWGP heavyweight title and became the inaugural IWGP world heavyweight champion. Unfortunately, lost some momentum when he dropped the title to Will Ospreay in his first defense. <laughs> With Ospreay having to relinquish the title due to injury, Kota has been unable to avenge the loss, but he's a top threat to Shingo Takagi. Huh. I don't know. That's all right. Good. So what we're learning is Cody Rhodes is his father incarnated and can do no wrong. Kenny Omega shifts platinum and pisses gold. But um Kota Bushi's 39 and can't win. Roman's a uh, jerk. Roman's an asshole. And nobody Bobby saw is... Bobby Lashley doing anything. Uh, -uh. uh Drew, Drew never defended his title in front of people, just screens. <laughs> 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 okay now let's let's go to somebody else in in AEW and see what they wrote we're gonna see if the bias is there john moxley huh. more than two years after leaving wwe john moxley is still tackling his wrestling career with the enthusiasm of somebody recently ripped paroled from prison ah uh -huh. is this still like a thing like he hasn't even played the prison thing in like two years. <laughs> Simply put, Mox seems up for anything, whether it's challenging Nick Gage to a deathmatch at GCW, knock, knuckling up with former UFC champion Josh Barnett at Bloodsport, or getting himself thrown, blown up mid-ring. Thankfully, this last one sounds much worse than it was. It was horrible. They didn't mention it was against Kenny. <laughs> Unfortunately, Moxley's never-say-die attitude has not always served him well. <laughs> okay, so let's... 
So you're telling me that Kenny and Cody paid for them to have glowing reviews. <laughs> but like Moxley, they're like, oh, fuck him. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck. Well, why don't you put Cody at number two then? Because he's apparently the savior incarnate. The father is going through his veins. And then you got Kenny, who's shitting platinum and pissing gold. Well, fuck, why don't you put that as number one and two? Because apparently Roman Reigns is a piece of shit. Bobby Lashley, well, we didn't think he'd be up here. Drew McIntyre, he didn't even wrestle in front of people. John Moxley, he's like a prisoner. He's like a guy on parole. And Coda's 39. <laughs> Coda, you're 39 and your momentum's gone down, so maybe you'll be okay. <laughs> Who wrote this? Yeah. Oh, by the way, and Will Ospreys, it says he's 28. So, you know, he still has time. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. Finn Balor! (laughs) Given his record of success on the main roster, Finn Balor would have been justified would have been justified to see his move to NXT as a demotion, but instead, Balor wisely saw it as an opportunity and made the most of that opportunity during this period. Provided steadily, steady leadership. I need to, why am I reading this? Was it so small? <laughs> I had zoom in. Um, okay. Fins is not that bad. Okay. Fins is not that bad, guys. Unlike the rest of these assholes who are all old, fat, ugly prisoners who we never thought this would happen to. <laughs> Uh, Shingo Takagi is not the bad. And then number 10 is Rich Swan. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that that came out of left field. Now, if Cody Rhodes made the list, <laughs> it would be his wife at number 10. Um, yeah. All right. So then, uh, by the way, guys, Cody Rhodes is better than Randy Orton. And Biggie, just letting <laughs> you know. Um, so let's talk about some notable placements on this list, shall we? Uh, Biggie is number 13. Huh. Not bad. Darby Allen is 14. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, Chris Jericho's 19. By the way, they do mention that Chris Jericho is 50 years old. <laughs> Yeah, um, Orange Cassidy is 21. Keith Lee's 24. Huh. Not mad. Okada is at 25. Wow. That's... I don't know about that. Braun Strowman's at 27. Oh, God. Uh, Walter's 28. Evil's 29. And Nick Aldis is 30. I'm okay with that order. Uh, Cesaro's 32. Uh, AJ's 35. Wow. And uh, Adam Page is better than him, apparently. We like Adam Page, but apparently he's better than him. Which, by the way, they haven't even... Oh, Daniel Bryan is 36. Adam Cole's 37. Miro's 38. And number 39 is a very special place in our heart. Jay White. 
And now I feel like he needs to be top 10, but you know, what do I know? I can't sit here and write catty shit. Like, you know, Mox looks like a escaped prisoner and Roman Reigns is a dick. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Jen. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, but oh, and Jay's, they say he failed to capture any gold this year. He's a failure. He's a failure, guys. How dare you, Jay White? You are a failure. We don't think that, though. We think he's great. Uh, let's look. Seth Rollins is 48. Wow. Wow. Um, interesting. He was one a couple of years ago, right? Mm, Seth Rollins, it was like four years ago. He was 13 and eight the last two years. Huh. Yeah. Figure that out. Figure it out, y'all. Kevin Owens, 63. I feel like that's I feel like that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. Um Bray Wyatt 74. That's 74. 74. Oh my god. Well, you, the Alexa shit happened, remember? They, they don't they don't write anything about him, right? Uh his secret weapon is creativity. Oh. He won a second WWE title defeating Braun Strowman last year at SummerSlam. Dropped the belt to a returning Roman Reigns at payback one week later. Drafted to Raw. His defeat against Randy Orton was his last Raw in the WWE. Um, where was I? Oh, 74. Uh, so yeah, Bray at 74 I think is kind of bullshit, even though uh, the Alexa Bliss stuff happened. Uh, they didn't really have much to say because, you know, he lost Roman, and then he lost a lost a Randall Keith. Uh, so you know, seventy four. I feel like is an injustice. On my list, he'd be number one in my heart. Okay, <laughs> okay, guys, you could have that list of like number one in my heart, but we're gonna put you like seventeen on the list. Right, right. Um, Matt Riddle, seventy six. Sami Zayn, 80. Shinsuke Nakamura, 82. I'm going to look at The Miz is 89. Chris Bay, somebody I know, 94. Effie, 95. I agree with those. I I think they should be higher, but, you know. Uh, Warhorse is 97. Mr. Peter Dunn is 100. I feel like he should be higher as well. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy is 105 and Brody King's 108 we're just going through this list guys uh, <laughs> apparently they didn't pay enough because Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson are at 116 and 117 <laughs> respectively huh uh, yeah but apparently they're, they're AEW's biggest draws Right. Here we go. Uh, Matt Jackson is one above his brother. How? Hmm. I'll never know. I always thought Nick was better, but okay. Uh, 
dominant AEW tag team champion with his brother, Nick. He linked up with Kenny Omega for a six-man win over SCU. <laughs> this AEW, uh, AEW EVP remains one of the company's biggest draws. And then Nick captured the tag team belts with his brother, Matt. Defended the straps against the inner circle. Joined forces with Colt Cabana for a six-man tag win over Matt Hardy and Private Party. Like his brother, seems to a largely abandoned singles competition. Wow. Let's see who got the better of those two. <laughs> Matt, he's a top draw, Nick. He's no longer a singles wrestler. Okay. We don't, uh, okay, we don't like the Young Bucks, but justice for Nick. Because, like, every year I feel like they give him, like, the worst fucking shit ever. Yeah. Like, poor guy. (laughs) Like, I don't like you, but fuck, I feel bad for you after that one. (laughs) For the love of God. Remember. Matt's the draw. Nick, you're just there. How much? Oh, wait. So, wait. Is Matt the one paying this money? Is Matt the one paying the money? Maybe. (laughs) I mean, after after that line, he's the biggest draw in AEW, apparently. (laughs) He looks horrible. They both look horrible. Are you kidding me? They look terrible. Tommaso Ciampa, 126. Oh, my God. That's... They both look... Jay Briscoe, 131. Yeah? Bless his heart. Well, he made it. Good for him. And guess what? He's, He's above his brother, so... So, you know, there's that. Um. Oh shit! My pages are going too fast. Otis one fifty one. Huh. I know. Carl Anderson one fifty nine. <laughs> oh, mind you, Yano is one sixty. Oh God. <laughs> But you know what? Frankie Kazarian is 169. So, you know, I feel like that number should have gone to Mojo Raleigh, but you know, uh, and, and another thing that I feel, okay, mind you, Yano, Yano is one, wait, what was he at? 160. You ready for this? Andrade, 176. Uh. Gallows, 178. But hey, Yano. Right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? LAX 186 and 187. I do not buy this list. Uh, Do you buy this list, Jen? Nope. No. I'm already getting bored. Hiroki Goto 194. Kenta 199. Huh. Right? The fuck happened there? I mean, shit. At this point, they put uh, they put T bar over Chris Sabin, so <laughs> and Ishii. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that out. Anybody figure that out? They put uh, ELP two thirty two. I feel like that is very low. Huh. Uh, Matt Hardy two thirty eight. Now, mind you, Yano is one sixty. So, oh, um. Figure that out. Figure figure it out. I can't figure it out. I've been looking at this list every day, just like, how? How in the fucking world? Who came up with this list? Because it is bad. Like, Mark Briscoe, 265. Oh, man. <laughs> Roderick Strong, 269. Where's Adam? Uh, I think he was up further. Maybe I passed him. Tamatonga, 274. Mind you, Yano is 160. So, um, do with that information what you will. Mike Bennett, 300. Yeah, okay. Um, they said Mike Bennett is worse than Matt Cardona. <laughs> The hell kind of fucking list is this? Do you know? I don't know. This list, this list seems like it's full of shit. Um, Danhausen, nowhere to be fucking found. Do we not do Danhausen anymore? I feel like Danhausen was robbed. uh, James Storm, 329. Uh. Now I'm just getting to the fact that these people were fucking robbed. Like. Hey, you know, Jody, I know Jody. I've met Jody. He's 346. He's from Party Hard. Yay, Jody. Yay, Jody. We like Jody. Jody's nice. Girl, this, this is... Once you get Dalton Castle 367. Wow. Okay, you want to laugh, Tyler Bate 372. (laughs) He was nine two years ago. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Fuck, this is bad. Girl, looking at some of these is like. Ooh. Taven 396. Huh. Yeah. Buddy Murphy, 401. Wow. Jesus Christ. I haven't even gotten into the 400s yet. And now I'm just like, that's bad. That's really bad. Girl, what are they doing on this list? All right, let me go to the list version so I can. Okay, here we go. So we're looking for Adam. Uh huh. Mm, Adam Cole. Baby. Through oh, 37. Huh. 37. And that I feel like is Shelton Benjamin was 170. <laughs> what has he done lately? <laughs> Nothing. That's right. Okay. We're done here. This list is bullshit. Yep. Who would you choose as number one? Roman. Well, yeah. I mean, 
But remember, he's a dick, and he just now started winning, and he didn't know he was good. So, oh god, god, whoever wrote that shit is he's channeling his inner jerk. They said, <laughs> yeah, channeling his inner jerk. Oh my god, I think calling him a jerk, but whatever. Ugh. Like, who who wrote this shit? There's only three people who are glowing, like fucking glowing uh, <laughs> things. And it was Kenny, Cody, and Matt Jackson. Oh, God. The rest of them, they're like, well, they did this. I guess it was good. But, you know, Kenny Omega is the savior among us. <laughs> Fuckers. Disgusting. That is nasty. That is nasty. Anyway, uh, enough of the PWI, which is a fucking sham. Is it a sham? You know who it's wasn't on the list? Joke. You know who wasn't on the list? Who? Baron Corbin. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. He wasn't on the list. Huh. I'd put him at least in the top 50. That's very interesting. Rude. It's more like it. How dare you hurt that adorable bald man's feelings? <laughs> How dare you? Anyway. So. Brock came back tonight. Now it's another one. I didn't see Brock on there. Huh. I don't know. Anyway, Brock came back. And he's a face, of course. And he's a face, which is weird. <laughs> it's really weird because he's an asshole who hates gay people so you shouldn't be a face you should be a heel because you hate gay people asshole. anyway so it's it's something Edge I, I, I heard the stretcher. Mm, are we surprised no 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 we're not um but there's something important happening on Tuesday. What? Index is getting married. Oh, yeah. They're getting married. And they had a bachelor and bachelorette party. <laughs> and it was did. adorable. It was funny. It was cute. And like half the people didn't know why they were invited. <laughs> Cameron Grimes was just happy to be there. And uh, but we know this is not going to end well. Dexter got kicked out of laser tag. Because he choked people out. You know? See, that's the thing is I know it's not going to end well, but I want it to end well. I know. Like, they're so cute. They're just so cute. Even though he's a little weird, but he's this cute. I I don't know who's going to ruin it. Johnny, probably. Probably. I just think it's funny they call him Papa John. And he said that he's going to, the first dance uh, with Indy at the wedding, Papa John is going to dance two down with the sickness by Disturbed. <laughs> and Candace was like, I don't think you can dance to that song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for that wedding. It's going to be uh-huh. a good time. I'm just scared. <laughs> I know. I'm what scared. if he finally just- talks? If he finally talks, I'm going to fucking cry if he says something cute. Or if he says no, I'm going to be like, you mother. He'd be like, wait, what? What are we doing? (laughs) Wait, what are we doing? And she's like, oh my god, you talked! And they're like, you didn't talk the whole time? 
Oh, but Baron, if you watch the bump, Baron is the caterer now. Oh, yeah. He's going to cater the wedding. Oh. And he's invited. They invited Baron to the wedding now. Oh. He said he's going to make ribs. He said he's going to make whatever they want. Whatever they want him to make, he will make it. He's going to cater the wedding. I bet the food will be delicious. Uh-huh. It better not ruin In that food. food fight. Better not. That man worked a long time on that food. <sighs> Why do I feel like Pete Dunn would ruin their wedding? <laughs> he just walks out. Pete Dunn would be pissed mm. if he had to go to the wedding. <laughs> he just walks out. No. <laughs> They're like, why? I don't know. He just walks away. <laughs> no. Yeah, but like now he doesn't object. he's like i just object to this whole thing he's like i just object to this whole thing i think this is ridiculous <laughs> why are you getting married the guy doesn't even talk <laughs> well and now him and ridge holland kicked those other guys out so now it's just him and ridge holland are a team which jen thought ridge holland was kind of kind of cute yeah yeah so now pete is his uh mentor oh. but i don't know what happened to pete because he's really tan now yeah, it's too much. Yeah, he's really tan now. Hmm. But that wedding is what we're all watching for. Let's just be honest. We all want to see the wedding. Um, should we go to the sad news now? Sure. Let's end it on a sad note. Well, no, I was gonna, I was gonna bring it back and do one oh, more okay. happy. I was gonna make like a sandwich. You know, you get like good, and then you know we're gonna break it break break some people's hearts and make a little tears and then like bring her back around and just end okay. on a note of uh hopeful optimism okay. which is difficult for me to say but <laughs> we're gonna do it uh so hunter may have had a heart attack and then he had heart surgery yeah and then people were making jokes about it people were making jokes about it namely AEW fans and then, uh, but you know, that was the same day Kenny said, let's just not get along. Uh-huh. Um, so, but people are starting to think now, because this is all starting to make sense, that maybe Hunter's not as good as we think he is. And that's why Vince is taking over NXT. Oh, something's happened. There's something wrong with him. That's a good point. Huh. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. If you think about it. And then Vince wasn't at Raw last week and people were like, oh, Vince doesn't care about the show. Vince hates Vince hates wrestling. He just doesn't show up anymore. He's old. Why is he not there? And then we come to realize that like Monday was probably the day he had surgery. So it would make sense that the uh, Vince would be there with the father of his grandchildren, you know. Uh-huh. And his daughter's husband. That would make sense. It would. It would make a lot of sense. But, you know, these people don't work in sense. At all. And then, oh, God, this one got me. Daphne passed away. And I think it got me because you could literally, she's on Instagram Live. Like basically talking, like I want to say reading because she wasn't reading anything, but like it's basically her suicide note. 
on Instagram Live. Hmm. And people didn't know where she lived. And then she shot herself in the chest. Uh. Yeah. So there's that. And it was hard because, like, you can watch it in real time, like, people freaking out. You could watch it in real time of, like, what was happening. And it was just very, like, you go to sleep that night. And you're like, I hope somebody got there. And then the next morning you wake up and they're like, nobody got there. So Daphne was, like, the original page. The original Lita, the original AJ Lee. So sad face. Hmm sad god those that those two days were like fuck like god this sucks but now to our positive note mick foley decided to choose violence (laughs) which we wouldn't be surprised the guy chooses violence a lot but he chose violence Uh uh-oh what damon finn's back (gasps) Yep. I'm going to have to watch that later. You know, when I'm alone. (laughs) Oh, he's crawling through the smoke. God damn it. Why do you do this to me? Guys, this this woman right here. All red and smoky. Was sitting next to me when we saw Demon Finn come out for the first time. Ooh, he's crawling all over that floor. Oh. People Thanks. are people freaking out. Let's see. Yeah, don't get us copyright infringed here. Yeah, people are excited. I didn't turn up too loud, but I'm excited. Guys, I I haven't seen Bray in a while, so this will really uh, get the motor going. Catch my oh. drift. Anyway, uh, Mick Foley decided to say the WWE needs to get their ass in gear because they're losing miserably uh-huh. and then booker t agreed with him oh he looks very angry sorry Ooh, i like when he's angry <laughs> anyway. All right, anyway go on anyway now that now that guys i'm not watching it here because it's not on until seven which is in two minutes and um She's basically telling me what's happening. But um, Booker T agreed with him (laughs) that uh, WWE needs to get their shit together. And apparently the reaction backstage is that Mick should have just kept his mouth shut. (laughs) They're not happy. How dare you say that we suck? Uh. And then all these people are reporting. They're like, WWE is not happy that Mick Foley. I'm like, oh, no shit. It wasn't like they were going to be like, Mick, thank you for your opinion. We value your opinion. And we're going to do exactly what you said. Am I right? Very true. They weren't going to say, my God, why didn't we think of it? We thought we were doing great. Well, Mick, thank you. No. They're like, fuck you and shut up. <laughs> so. Uh, but he chose violence. It was great. It makes me think of uh, the Chucky movie when he's like, violence? No, violins. We need to get rid of violins. <laughs> oh, God. Such a good movie. But um, 
Did we miss anything? I think we got everything. What do you think? It was just a lot. This AEW. A lot. AEW. Bullshit. Yeah, it's just. It's a lot. Makes you like. It it makes me not care about any of it, you know? Yeah. It's like, really? I don't care. I don't care, okay? Um, but anyway, Demon Finn's back, and we are all for that on in this on this show. Um, also, uh, one other thing to all the people saying, "Oh, Bray is gonna show up on a random episode of whatever AEW show." He cannot go anywhere until the end of October. Is that a lawsuit? He ain't gonna do that. Also, you'd realize. Ron hasn't showed up there, and Murphy hasn't showed up there, and Bojo hasn't showed up there, and the Iconics haven't showed up there. So don't you think they would have shown up there already? You would think. You would think. It would just make sense. So. Just think that. And Bray's going to go to Impact, because we're going to put that out into the universe and make it happen. Am I right? Yes. 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 I am right. Don't also bound for else. Also, Bound for Glory is coming up on the 23rd of October. We could see Braun there, and then two weeks later, Bray could show up. So you know what, guys? Don't even. It could happen. We're not We're not going to think the worst possible scenario, and that's him going to that shit show. So. And if he does, well, we're going to have a funeral on this show. So. Everybody... Get your positivity hats on. He's going to go to Impact. Or Ring of Honor. He could go to Ring of Honor. I wouldn't be mad at that. Or like, he could go to a GCW show. I'd be okay. I'd go to the GCW show for that. Mm. Just anywhere else. Just anywhere else. Anywhere. Just just not there. So. Uh. There you go. I mean, positive have already out. pissed off. They've already pissed off Brian Cage and Andrade. So, um, yeah. True. Anyway, Learn from their mistakes. Learn from their mistakes, Bray. If you're somehow listening to this Bray Wyndham, whatever the fuck your name is now, um, just just go look at Brian Cage's wife, Melissa Santoso's Twitter, and then you'll realize you shouldn't go. Huh. I'm, I'm the little voice in your head saying, don't do it. You're making a big mistake, asshole. <laughs> That's me. And if you're in your mind, you're like, oh, but Cody Rhodes is a good person. I'd be like, well, fuck Cody Rhodes. You're making a big mistake. Don't do it. Also, fuck Alexa Bliss, because that's part of Anyway. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Time to go to Aldi. I, I Go to Aldi and then watch Demon Fen crawl across stage. There you go. It'll be a good night. Anyway, guys. Until next week, when who fucking knows what happens? Because apparently every week we're like, maybe it'll slow down. Guess what? It doesn't. So until next week, bye. Bye.